Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Digna. Welcome to Relationships. We're a couple having a few. Good evening. We are coming to you from our living room here in sunny Florida. It's not sunny. It's been raining all day. And also, it's not really sunny. It's cause, cold. Because it is evening. <laughs> so, from Mooney? <laughs> is, is Mooney the inverse of sunny? I don't know. Uh, we're sitting here. We decided to do an episode about the Myers-Briggs type indicator. Yeah, I was talking uh, to some friends of mine at work this week about it, and it, I don't even know how it came up. I think mostly it came up because we don't have a whole lot of work to do. <laughs> so I was just kind of trolling the interwebs and found something about a personality test. And I think I've taken it before, but uh was talking to some coworkers and one of them, uh, Melanie Lemon, that's you, was super into it. She um, is actually more into the Enneagram personality test, but I took both of them. And so I brought it home to Joe and I was like, you need to take this because I feel like you're a very certain kind of personality type. And I want to know if my presumptions are correct. I'm just going to say I aced it. I got a 100%. So (laughs) he did finish the test. Every single one of my answers added up to about 100%. So look at that. (laughs) I got 100%. So the way the way it goes, just based on some questions, there was like 150 or some odd questions. And they pretty much give you, you know, are you more this, more this? And there's like, are you very much this? Like, do you prefer loud social events? And you would say very much agree or very much disagree. And then there's a couple of answers in between there that you can vary your agreeance or disagreements. Yeah, there you go. We were just kind of really just going to go over our results. Before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and wet the old throat here. And what are we drinking this evening, my beautiful wife? Ooh, I don't know if you guys remember, but we had mentioned maybe in our very first episode that we stayed up until 12 or 1 or whatever o'clock in the morning making loquat wine. That's not kumquat wine, but uh, we have a loquat tree in a neighbor's yard that we ransacked because nobody was living there at the time and got ourselves a five-gallon bucket full of loquats, smashed them all up, Seated them, or I guess seated them, and then smashed them all up. Deseated, deseated, unseated, (laughs) (laughs) and we made wine until what o'clock in the morning, and it's ready. And And Joe carbonated it, and it's sweet, but not too sweet, and it's bubbly, and it's fresh and refreshing, and it's perfect for spring. And mm, I can smell it; it's very effervescent. Well, the good thing about it too is, or the cool thing about it, this tree it only gets fruit once a year so and it's and it's only what three weeks like three weeks total so of course the very beginning you know most of the fruit's not the right color and then like if we go out there right now there's going to be onesie twosies and they're all going to be like rotten on Mm -hmm. the on the tree Mm -hmm. oh yeah they've been done for probably a month at this point yeah we could have gone maybe the week after we made the after we got the ones but that would have been a second yeah that would have been it but but yeah we definitely could have gotten you know, we got five, a five-gallon uh, like paint bucket or whatever you want to call it. We got that, and it ended up just yielding with the mixture and all that stuff. We yielded about eight gallons of actual wine. Yes, yeah, so we did not need to go back for a second batch with our very limited space. As it is, Joe lost half of his closet space <laughs> as our brew station for for the wine to sit there and ferment for the past 
almost month now. Yes. So I now have a wine cellar. That's a selling point for this property. <laughs> if we ever decide to sell it, um, we once had a wine cellar. It's not underground. It's a closet. Exactly. So it's pretty closets, good stuff. Closets, closets, So, and we wanted to drink local because it's always good to support local and especially now, and I'm about as local as I can be. So we were just going to go over a little bit on this test and pretty much just read some of this. So, so yeah, what happens when you take this test is the results are not like, it's not a BuzzFeed result. It's not like, uh, what's your favorite cereal? And what does that mean about you? It gives you a very, very in-depth explanation. And there are five different indicators. It gives you a code basically in this code is broken down into like a gazillion different kinds of personality traits, but they're pretty spot on. Well, I think originally there were four and this one has an extra like piece. So the first four uh, that I, cause I remember taking this, there were 16 possible uh, what you could be. There is uh, the mind, which is, are you extroverted or are you introverted? Energy, are you intuitive or are you observant? Nature, are you thinking or feeling? Tactics, are you judging or prospecting, prospecting? Identity, assertive or turbulent? That's the one that wasn't there before. So the, there were the first four, and then there was the identity, which is kind of the, I guess, newer one. So this one, with our results... With um, our results, we are the complete opposite person from each other, which is either perfect or terrible. Well, I will say, like... I'm extroverted on this one. So 79% extroverted, 21% introverted. Digna is right on the line there. So she's, it says she's 51% extroverted and 49% introverted. So I would say that it's very on the line, obviously. And, and I, I would say- consider myself an introvert though, because I want nothing to do with meeting new people and not, not anything against them. It's just, it's me. It's not them. Um, and I would have considered Classic myself an line introvert. Right there. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. And it's not even a breakup line. In this case, it's a don't you want to talk to you line. But it's, I guess the extroverted came from, I like social events. I really like going. So maybe I don't really know the definition of extrovert <laughs> versus introvert. I do like going to social events. I do not like having to interact with people I don't know. So I want all of my social events to be with people who I'm already friends with, but I also don't want to have to work to become friends with these people because that makes me uncomfortable, if that makes sense. But if you're at 51 and 49, I mean, that's really one that could go either way. So anything that I would say that's close to 50-50... It It just depends on the day, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So... We'll go over ours. So the mind, is, it says, this trait determines how we interact with our environment. And surprise, surprise, I am extroverted. 79, Supremely extroverted. 79% uh, versus 21 introverted. It says, you're mostly extroverted. Extroverted individuals prefer group activities and get energized by social interaction. They tend to be more enthusiastic and more easily excited than introverts. So hers pretty much says the same thing because she did end up being considered an extrovert. So we really don't have the inverse of that. And that is where we stop being similar. So the next one is our energy. So I am 84% intuitive and 16% observant. Like I said, this if you, if you do the math, these all add up to 100%, which is why I said I got 100% on this. So I am mostly intuitive. Intuitive individuals are very imaginative, open-minded, and curious. They prefer novelty over stability and focus on hidden meanings and future possibilities. And I'm 73% observant. 
observant individuals are highly practical, pragmatic, and down to earth. They tend to have strong habits and focus on what is happening or has already happened. So literally I focus on the past and the now, and he focuses only on the future. The future. Which is why I take care of everything. But one day I'll take care of it. Once we're in the future. Yeah, but that's like tomorrow, tomorrow. Exactly. That's like you'll never exactly. actually take, I'll take care, care of, of it tomorrow. <laughs> I, that's like the there's the poster that says uh, free beer tomorrow. Yep. Obviously, it's never going to be tomorrow. So what do you have for nature? Nature. That is thinking versus feeling. And I don't have feelings. Um, I am 53% thinking says thinking individuals focus on objectivity and rationality, prioritizing logic over emotions, also known as Spock. They tend to hide their feelings and see if efficiency or, and see efficiency as more important than cooperation. I mean, what, what efficiency over cooperation? How is that even, I cooperate. Whatever. Does not play well with others. So mine is I'm mostly feeling. Mm. Feeling individuals are sensitive and emotionally expressive. They are more empathetic and less competitive than thinking types. And focus on social harmony and cooperation. Teamwork makes the dream work, baby. That makes me sound so rude. Uh, Yeah, whatever, robot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the next one is tactics. Uh, This trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision-making. And that one, uh, you can either be judging or prospecting. So I guess I'm the old prospector. I am 58% prospecting. Isn't a prospector, like, wasn't that a job or isn't that a job of some sort where you're like... Those are people looking for gold. Yeah, okay. I thought so. Prospecting individuals. No, that's that's you. Individuals you were... <laughs> are very good at improvising and spotting opportunities, there like you go. for gold in them their hills. They tend to be flexible. I can touch my toes. Relaxed nonconformists. Yeah, fight the man who prefer keeping their options open. And I'm just judgy. Fifty-seven <laughs> yep. percent judgy. In fact, judging individuals are decisive. Very decisive thorough and highly organized. They value clarity, predictability, and closure, preferring structure and planning to spontaneity. I just, I, yeah, (laughs) I'm such a tyrant. I'm just saying, I'm just saying she actually has to put her bathroom breaks on her calendar. I mean, that's how. (laughs) Oh, shut up. I don't have a calendar. (laughs) You fill out the calendar every month. I don't touch it. Well, because I do that for you. It's because I love you. (laughs) So, so those are the. Cool- he doesn't follow the calendar, but hey, it's there. No, I write it there. So, uh, but that's that's more of because I like playing with the colored the colored markers. Yeah, on you the just board. like <laughs> you're doing arts and crafts over there. So that those are the main four. So the next one is identity, and this one is pretty lopsided for both of us. I mean, it's there's not a fifty fifty spread. So uh, this trait under pins all others showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. So I am 76% assertive and 24% turbulent. Assertive individuals are self-assured, even-tempered, and resistant to stress. They refuse to worry too much and do not push themselves too hard when it comes to achieving goals. So I'm like, margaritaville in a person (laughs) i would just like to preface my description by the fact that i'm 
kind of offended that assertive, assertive is a positive, a positively based word. I don't know. Like I think an assertive person and I think positive things about an assertive person. They know what they want. They're go-getter, whatever. Turbulent is just a jerk word to use. <laughs> like there's gotta be a different word than turbulent. What am I, storm? I feel just a storm cloud. I fail to see the problem. Oh my gosh. Maybe it's because I I am resistant to stress and even tempered. I'm hurricane digna. And see, she's she's not (laughs) resistant to the stress or even tempered on this. So I'm 67% turbulent. Turbulent individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. That is 100% true. (laughs) They are likely to experience a wide range of emotions and to be success-driven, perfectionistic, and eager to improve. I would just like to say that I don't like the juxtaposition of the fact that I have a wide range of emotions. However, I am unwilling to express them. I'm just a ticking time bomb. Hence the turbulence, I suppose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, by the way, we did this test on 16personalities.com. That's the number one six and then the word personalities.com. So it was actually really cool. Like I said, it was like 130 somewhere around their questions. It really makes you question yourself because there, there's some questions that are easy. Like, do you like going to parties or not? And, you know, I think that's an easy question for most people to answer, but some of them actually make you think about how you think it's kind of cool to take a little introspection so you're so you're self-conscious and sensitive to stress and you're likely to experience a wide range of emotions (laughs) (laughs) i just went with the flow and i did it so you may become turbulent while taking this test exactly so with this one they also have a some people that some are real some are not so real who are this, or or whatever you are. They match your uh, personality. So we're going to go there. So we'll go through, and so we'll go, we'll name a few, and there you go. So Digna's first one. I'm uh, related to Sonia Sotomayor. you're not related to her. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Vanessa is. Vanessa! And now Tyler! Um... You guys are more related to her than I am. However, she is the first person listed as an executive, which, by the way, did we even read our titles? Oh, yeah. The, I mean, I have a pretty big But yours title. is e- ESTJ. Um, Dash it, T. Yeah. And I That's am. the code. Yeah. And I'm ENFP Dash A. But the, the, they kind of give you a title for every, you know, personality type. And mine is executive personality. And mine's campaigner. So it's no surprise that there are a couple of judges on uh, this list. But yes, I have Sonia Sotomayor. I've got John D. Rockefeller. I have Judge Judy. Ella Baker, who I read was a very influential teacher. Frank Sinatra, James Monroe, Linda B. Johnson, Boromir from The Lord of the Rings. I don't appreciate that I am apparently similar to Dwight Schrute. Claire Dunphy from Modern Family. Uh, and I don't know these other people, Rob Stark from Game of Thrones and Porthos from the Three Musketeers. There you go. So it's funny because I think they purposefully put certain people in there. So campaigners, you may know Robert Downey Jr. is considered a campaigner. Robin Williams was Quentin Tarantino. Was that your Robin Williams? Oh, Robin Williams. (laughs) Oh, 
All I know is there was a there was an episode of Family Guy where uh, someone wanted the power to like I, f- I forget what happened, but everyone was turning into Robin Williams. But it was always ho ho. That was always the thing. As soon as they would turn into Robin Williams, ho ho. So uh, Robin Williams, Quentin Tarantino. I don't know him who Kim Nam June is. I'm gonna have to look at that. It says R M. I don't know what that is at all. Russell Brand, which that picture looks like the macho man and then kelly clarkson and that picture looks kind of like a young hulk hogan so <laughs> will smith haha there's my so ho ho for robin williams ho-ho. and ha for ha got there it. you go and i don't know if anyone meg ryan which there you go meg ryan ellen degeneres i don't i don't have any ellen degeneres i don't watch enough ellen i mean any. you both think you're funny she is funny <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> so I am Michael Scott from The Office while she is Dwight. Michael! So, so, she, so I'm the regional manager. And I'm the assistant regional manager. Assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> Same thing. No, it's not. Um, and I am Spider-Man. Which one? I just just says why because it not, the other ones don't say why but spider-man said why you had another one that said yeah, why too no, it, was a, it was an actual person though oh. it was a teacher and phil dunphy from modern family so and i was uh related claire. to claire dunphy who plays his wife in the so show So there you go I'm, I'm the goofball and she's takes care of everything perfect <laughs> that works um I, I am perfect i know that's not what he meant to say but i'll take it and somehow i'm Peta Mellark from The Hunger Games, which just, <laughs> that doesn't resonate with me. Um, He's so ca- short. I'm Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City. I always knew I was a Carrie. <laughs> I, I knew it. I could feel it. See, that's a BuzzFeed um, little, like, questionnaire thing. Uh, oh, which, which Sex, Sex and the, the City, City character are you? <laughs> and my favorite of all, it's probably my my child, my child-like whimsy, <laughs> Willy Wonka. Yes. I'll take that one. I think if a Willy Wonka existed, you could be a Willy Wonka. Well, the picture, too, this little cartoony picture, it's not Johnny Depp-esque. It's definitely Gene Wilder. It's not, and he's got a little Oompa Loompa behind him, and it makes me think that that's you and Des. (laughs) Me and my son. (laughs) He's your little Oompa Loompa. (laughs) I wonder if we could convince him to dress this one for Christmas. I mean, Halloween. (laughs) Or Christmas. Uh, You're an orange-faced elf. (laughs) And I am Santa with a top hat. I see no problem with that. You could use that for Halloween and Christmas this year. I, there you go. It's it's pulling double duty. So I think it's about that time. Poddex.com. <laughs> if you say it too quickly, it sounds like you're saying something else. Poddex. Dx. No. Com. All right. What is the trait you most deplore in yourself? Turbulence. <laughs> it's, it's not the judging part. Oh, okay. My whole personality. <laughs> Every aspect of my personality in the Myers-Briggs test. Um, except for the organization and the... That's all. Well, I will say, and it's it is true, uh, even based on this test. So the campaigner, uh, we get really really excited and have all these great ideas, 
and but we don't have the logistical mindset. So it's like, oh my gosh, I've got this million dollar idea, but I don't know how to create the infrastructure to make this thing float. You know, and that's what it, and I, I will say there have been so many times I've had great ideas and you get into them like, I don't know how this is feasible. I don't know how it's sustainable. And my brain doesn't work that way. And they really haven't come to fruition. So I would say that that, that part, it's funny that this question actually popped up on randomly. this, on this day. Totally randomly. Totally random. Uh, but yeah, it's weird that this one popped up, but yeah, so, and I probably wouldn't have even answered that, but yeah, the one thing is like, I guess the ability to follow through. So it's like. You have this great idea. Uh, we don't really have an, any way to do it, but it, it was a great idea. So good job on your great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm definitely not the person who's going to figure out those kinds of things if you have an actual like invention or something, which happens more often than you might think. But we, despite the fact that we are complete opposites on most regards, at least according to this test, um, we do tend to kind of play those roles where he'll have this great idea as long as it's, you know, within reason that a person in a household can do. He'll have this great idea. And I'm like, like start two podcasts. Uh -huh. and I'm like, well, okay, well we could do that. And you know, I'll, I'll get it done. I don't have ideas. Those are, I don't idea, It's not a verb in my list of things that I do. I don't idea, but he comes up with ideas and I'm like, Hmm, how can we make this happen? And, you know, it, it eventually we're able to kind of make it happen because I guess opposites attract and all that crap. I mean, it is cliche that they say it, but it really does. Or I, I like it's it's the way my grandparents say it is. It takes two to make one. <laughs> it takes two to make a thing go right. No, they, they, do, they do not say that. <laughs> they do not have any frame of reference. But yeah, it takes two of us to make one. That song? Yeah, you're probably right. They were probably like, they were in their 60, 60s when that, song, when that came song came out. Does anybody else know that song? Yeah, everyone knows that song. Who's not in their 60s? You did tell 20 me years that ago, song. 30 years ago. Yeah, so once again, that is 16personalities.com. I recommend, uh, just for the heck of it, test out, see what kind of uh, personality, are, personality you are, see if there are any big surprises. I wasn't overly surprised with any of my uh, answers. I didn't overly thank them or become self-conscious or whatever the other thing was in that one. Um, but let us know what you think. And also when you take, after you do that, ask yourself that question. What is the trait you most deplore in yourself? I think deplore is a strong word. I don't yeah, no, that's like more than hate. <laughs> what part about yourself do you uber loathe? <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst bit about yourself that you wish you could cut from your body? Yes, take your pound of flesh. <laughs> All right, guys, take it easy. Be ooh, safe. Wash your hands. You? And ooh, 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 ooh. sorry, I was just doing outro music. And who ooh, are you? Who are you? This has been a Getting to Know Bruce presentation. Music provided by PurplePlanet.com. That's purple dash planet dot com